morning our verse today, Psalm 23, and uh, verse number 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. There is so much to say about this verse, so that we'll probably look at it over the next two or three sessions as well. Up to this point in the psalm, we've considered many beautiful, encouraging, comforting, and I trust challenging subjects. However, now it's not lying down and resting, or being satisfied and refreshed, or knowing his tender hand restoring us, or gently following him in a marked out pathway, but rather in, rather entering a valley where there's darkness, shadows, fear, weakness, stumbling, and facing the enemy of our souls, death itself. I don't want in any way to glorify death or minimise its effect upon all of us. In fact, Scripture makes it clear it's an enemy. The Lord Jesus at Calvary robbed the devil of his power by entering into death on our behalf and rising again in power and glory. But in a coming day he will destroy all evil and the last enemy to be eternally destroyed will be death itself, so says the book of Revelation. I'm also very conscious that there may be some listening whose precious bereaved hearts are deeply grieving this morning, perhaps having recently lost a greatly loved spouse, parent, child or friend. However, what an indescribable peace this verse brings to those who love and trust the Lord Jesus, because he has taken the substance out of death by what he accomplished at Calvary through his death and glorious resurrection. I'm also aware this morning that I stand in danger of some who've been listening not to want to listen any more. However, if I failed to warn you of what the shadow of death will mean to anyone who's not ready to meet their maker, I would be unfaithful to God and to you, and I don't want to be guilty of that. So please listen. So often the gospel is portrayed as hellfire and judgment. Whilst those things are a terrifying reality, the gospel is the good news of the love of God, of life and of eternal blessing. Before I begin what I want to say, I just want you to know that it is with a deep loving concern for everyone listening to my voice this morning who's not yet trusted Christ. I want to make it clear to you, if you don't already know, that God loves you. Christ died for you. And I believe if you allow him, the Holy Spirit of God, will open your eyes today to see the way to repentance, forgiveness, eternal life and everlasting blessing. So let's look at this subject very briefly. Scripture says in Hebrews chapter 2 that the devil binds and enslaves people to the fear of death all their lifetime. Scripture also says in 2 Corinthians 4 that he blinds the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of God should shine unto them. What that means is that unbelievers hardly ever think of their slavery to the fear of death because they're blinded to it by the amusements of this world. 
whatever those amusements may be. Work, pleasure, television, sport, holidays, alcohol, you name it. Everything you can think of. We all know that the most effective way to temporarily blind someone is to shine a bright light in their eyes. The best way to stop a person hearing something important is to make a louder noise. Amusements are many and various, as I've suggested, but have you ever thought what the word really means? It is to delude or divert someone's thinking. This is exactly what the enemy of our souls is engaged in doing, distracting our attention from vitally important matters, such matters as what's the real purpose of life? Is there really life after death? Is there a heaven to gain and a hell to shun? Is there any hurry to get right with God? Is there a God to whom I am answerable? If so, will my goodness outweigh my sins, etc., etc.? God has not instigated this pandemic, but I believe he is overruling it and in many cases forcing us to stop and wake up. It may be that God is giving humanity its last opportunity to turn to him. What about you? Will you stop being distracted just for a moment and prepare to meet your God? There's a permanent shadow overhanging all humanity, the shadow of death. Because God has put eternity in the heart of every human being, we all instinctively know that death is not the end. When God breathed into the first man the breath of life, man became a living soul, never ceasing to exist. What a solemn thought. Death is not the end of our being, but without Christ as our Saviour, it is the end of our well-being. That is what the biblical word perish means. But please remember this. Scripture says, The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So he's given us the gospel. It's the good news that Jesus is our Lord and Saviour if we trust him. And death is the very doorway into heaven where he is and where ever everything is love and life and everlasting joy. Please stop all your preoccupations, your amusements, and muse for a moment upon your eternal soul and its destiny. Is heaven your everlasting home? It can be. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man, no one, comes to the Father but by me, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. The cross of Calvary and the death of God's Son is the answer to your deepest and darkest need. You see, he died in order that you might live. There's an old hymn that goes like this that you probably know. He died that we might be forgiven. He died to do us good, that we might go at last to heaven saved by his precious blood. So as I conclude, is the thought of death a fearful, terrifying giant whose shadow is cast across your life? Or if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus, it's merely the shadow of a substance that has been removed by the one who died in your place and is standing waiting to receive you into his everlasting home and into everlasting joy.
Is this the message for you today? God bless you.